Hi, friends. Welcome to the Seek Holy Living podcast with Christus Faboda. I am a wife to my wonderful husband, mom to my five precious children, and a friend to some amazing moms that I can't wait to introduce to you. Mothering is not a journey meant to be traveled alone. Join me every Monday for a new podcast where you will find hope, joy, and purpose. Hello, it is so good to be with you all again this week. And I feel like I'm jumping into this topic already having started the conversation with so many of you because I did something that I have not done before. And this last week on my Instagram, I asked you how you plan for the holiday season and what kind of rhythms you normally have in your planning. And it was fun to see. I was not surprised by this. I will share with you. I kind of got the results that I expected to get from those of you who responded to my little survey. So I asked how many of you plan ahead of time, like in October. So right now for the holiday season, talking about, you know, November and December and all of the holiday wonderfulness and craziness that can come with that. And A handful of you said, yes, we plan in October. And I was like, wow, you guys are amazing. I should get to know you better. That was my first thought. Then I saw the next group of people who said, okay, I plan in November for November and in December for December. And that was like probably half of you. And I was like, okay, you're my people. You get me because that's me. I tend to plan in November for November. December for December. So we could hang out and feel really good about things together until maybe it's actually November. And then we get a little bit stressed and probably not have time to have coffee or hang out because we've got to get things together for the month. Right. And then there are those of you who um, I asked, okay, who just kind of plans when they plan or like doesn't plan. And that was probably about the other half of you. Like, so if you're in that boat that you just don't really plan, it just kind of happens that's okay. This is going to be such an encouraging episode for you, actually, because I think it's going to really empower and encourage you in some ways that you can do things differently. And I know we've all felt it. I know we've all felt that holiday season stress where it's like it gets hectic and it feels stressful and it's anything but peace. And I think about a couple of things getting ready for the holiday season. There's that there's that Christmas carol that says, let every heart prepare him room, right? <clears throat> and that's what we want to do. We want our hearts to be able to prepare room for him. But when we don't prepare, when we don't plan, then we miss out on that gift that comes for us as moms with Thanksgiving and that gift that comes with Christmas. So I want to gift you that today as I have a wonderful episode planned with Casey Pratt. She's back with me again today. And if you have not heard my other episodes with Casey, you are going to want to go back and listen to those. Casey is with Anchored Women, and she has this wonderful planning business that's specifically for helping women run their lives in ways that allow them to rest and enjoy the gifts of being a godly woman, of being a mother of living as a Christian mom, of enjoying these different seasons that should be blessings to us instead of getting lost in the chaos of it all. And you'll really love all of her planners, but I'm going to tell you 
in a little bit about one she specifically has for us for holidays. So before I do that, let me introduce Casey to you. She is a mama to two kids. They are 11 and eight years old. And Casey and I have known each other since college days. So that's so fun to, I mean, obviously it wasn't that long ago, it's almost 20 years actually, which is crazy. But here we are now both living life as moms and creating these resources to help support moms who do live busy lives, busy, full lives, serving the Lord and serving their family. Um, And if you want to go back to listen to one of our previous episodes, episode 67 would also be very encouraging right now at this time of year. It's called Seek First the Kingdom. And we did it as a kickoff to the new year last year, but it would also serve well as a kickoff to this season. So after you listen to this episode, if you want some more for your heart, go back and listen to episode 67. You'll be blessed by that. And follow Casey on Instagram at anchored women. And of course, I'll put that in the show notes. And um, I'm going to go ahead and also tell you the holiday planner link right now. But of course, that will be in the show notes too, is going to be anchored-women.com forward slash holiday planner. And you will want to download that and use it as a resource because Casey created it for us for free. And it's wonderful. So Casey, Thank you so much for being here today. This is going to be great. I'm so excited. Thanks for having me. Such a treat to be back together. I always feel like after our recording, I only wish we could be live with like a cup of coffee in person, but it's a close second, you know? Yes. Yeah. I have my, I have my tea. I'm ready. (laughs) Good. Good. I have water today, but you know, that's okay. That's pregnant recording, I suppose. Yeah. (laughs) Um, All right. So planning our holiday season, regardless of what kind of a mom is the one who's hearing this right now, what kind of a planner she is. Will you start off just telling us what would look different if we began? Let's talk about what would look different if we began planning now. What would look different for our families? I think the most important aspect of this is not like, okay, let's, let's plan so that we can fit in as many things as possible into our holiday season. I actually think what would be different is is creating a season that is the opposite of that, where mm-hmm. we can take a little bit of time up front to think through what really matters to us in the season ahead. How can we make those things happen and make sure really like, ensure that we have the space for the activities that we want to do during this season um, for both Thanksgiving and Christmas, really. I mean, I think holiday planning spans both of those holidays and and maybe yeah. even New Year's wrapped into there too. But really just being intentional about, okay, like what's important to me during this time? What's important to my family? And being able to carve out that space before our schedules get so packed full of everyone else's urgent things that we no longer have the space. We, we don't, we don't have the, we didn't have the intention to plan beforehand. So we couldn't protect the things that were truly important for us. So mm-hmm. I think, I think planning ahead Like I know I understand a lot of people who might not be planners that could feel super intimidating, right? Like, 
I don't want to box myself in to what I planned in October in Mm -hmm. December, right? But really the point is not to box yourself in. It's to protect those things that are the most important so that they don't get excluded in favor of, you know, all the little tiny things that come up all throughout the months of November and December. I like that you referred to those other things as other people's important things mm-hmm. because other people do have things that are priorities to them, even things that are good things, a good field trip, a good date night, a good play date at the park. They Christmas can all be party. very right, right. Christmas cookie decorating party. Yeah. They can be wonderfully good things. But if we're not do- leaving the space, and not even leaving the space because that's not what you would say if we're not making the space and protecting right? it mm-hmm. and protecting it and prioritizing it for the most important things, then there's not going to be space for them. And then all of the joy gets sucked out of it. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. And then and then we are not able to. To actually like soak in. Even even I mean, it sounds cheesy, but like, we're not able to soak in the wonder and the meaning of the seasons. We're just burning the candle at both ends, trying to make everybody happy. And that's, I I just, I'm pretty sure that that is not the way God designed these seasons to be experienced. (laughs) Yeah, I would agree. Well, and I think when I've read the part about Mary at the very beginning of the Christmas story. Mm -hmm. I love that it starts off with, well, it concludes with Mary's portion of the story at the beginning concludes with that Mary treasured up all these things and pondered them in her heart. And when I picture that, that's so much stillness. Yes. And there's so much peace and rest in that in the midst of what could have been and really should have been something very stressful and chaotic and anxiety provoking. And that's it. It shouldn't surprise us that what the world has for our, you know, quote unquote holiday season, Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's, this time, what the world would give us would be crazy and stressful and chaotic and busy. But I don't want it to be busy. I want it to be full and I want it to be rich and I want it to be meaningful. So I think that's absolutely better for our families. Um, so let's let's talk about that. During this season with our families, what are some of the ways that that it will be better for us and our family if we are intentional about our planning? And after we talk about this, we're going to dive into some real nitty gritty specifics of how to really make this happen. But let's first talk about how is it actually better for us and our families? I think the first thing that we want to actually like be honest about is the way that we approach the holiday season is likely, well, either for good or bad, it affects the way our children perceive the holidays, right? Mm. If we are stressed and busy and everything is, you know, all crunched in there, our kids are also stressed and busy and rushed through things. And so if we, if we take the time to actually just like stop and decide how we are going to create um, kind of an ambiance for our own family around these these holidays mm-hmm. and um, 
and try and again, protect that slowness, that, um, focus on what's truly important, whatever that is for your family. I think, I think we improve everybody's holiday experience definitely for our kids, but also our own. Because I think as moms, as moms, we can just be so focused on like, hurry, hurry, get it done. You know, um, making sure even, even when it comes to like fun activities, you know, we need to go caroling. We need to do hot chocolate night. We need to do, we need to do, um, uh, Christmas cookie decorating. We need to do all these things when, when we stuff, all of these experiences into the season, we really do suck the joy out of it, especially for ourselves. Because by the time Christmas hits, you're exhausted and weary and, and it's over, right? Yeah. Yep. You missed it. Yeah. You missed it. With and, all the things that you did. Mm-hmm. And that is just like, the, that is just the worst feeling. And so I think a lot of times we kind of feel like, well, I have to do, I have to do these things. I have to make this stuff happen for my kids. I have to say yes to all of these different activities and parties and whatever. And, and we feel guilty almost for slowing down and saying, no, we're not going to go to that. No, we're not going to host this thing this year. No, we're just going to, um, we're just going to protect our family time and, and make sure that we have time for those conversations for, uh, for rest, for the, you know, the, whatever things are actually important to you and your family. Like I said before, like when we protect that, when we actually give ourselves that freedom to slow down. And it is a freedom. It's a permission. You have to tell yourself it's okay for us to not do the Christmas caroling this year. It's okay. You're ready for this. We're legitimately, I think, not going to a pumpkin patch activity this year. And I, well, and comes when I saw when it was planned for the whole group, you know, the homeschool pumpkin patch field trip day. Mm -hmm. And I realized that's going to be stressful for us that week. That's not going to serve us well. And my girlfriend asked, you know, Hey, are you guys going to the pumpkin patch? I saw signups are open. I said, we're not actually, I'm pretty sure we're not going to anything extra at all until after our baby's born, which seems crazy because that's the end of February. But as I looked ahead at November and December and looking at the other things that are important, see, I guess I do plan. It's just maybe more in my head than on the paper. So I'm excited (laughs) to put it on paper. Putting it on paper will help me. Um, But I, I realized those things are not going to make my family more blessed and it's not going to create more order. And I think that's what I come back to with all of this is that our goal is, at least for me, my goal is order in our home. And I can't have order in our home if there's stress in all of the other things. If I'm saying yes to everything that I could say yes to, there will be no order in the hearts of my children or even the functioning of our home. And God is a God of order. He is not a God of chaos. Nowhere in scripture do I see chaos when the Lord's hand is actively at work. So I need to be willing to say no 
to some things like good things, like a pumpkin patch. That's great. We'll probably go next year. So no pumpkin patch haters here. Um, (laughs) And maybe I'll even take my kids on our own on a day that's convenient that we can go at our own pace, which is very different than showing up with my five children and my own growing little pumpkin self here with a field trip at the time we have to show up, you know, at the right place with the right things. So maybe we'll do it in our own pace, but looking different isn't less for us doing it different is actually going to be more. Well, and I think if we dig a little deeper underneath the, the desire for order, what we find is that order typically brings stability, mm-hmm. security for us and for our kids. And, and our children need that. When things mm-hmm. are chaotic and busy, they don't thrive and neither do we. So finding that order even in kind of a loose way, if you're not like a super type A planner, because because too much order also can bring some chaos, right? Mm-hmm. But but finding that sweet spot really gives our kids that stability and the security where they can relax and enjoy their season too. Mm-hmm. It makes it so that so that everyone is not taking up space, stressing out about whatever's next and what the schedule is like. Instead, we get to rest and spend a little bit more time reading, talking with each other, enjoying the movie on the couch together, you know, maybe having a few friends over and doing something fun, but not packing everything in to the point where we are stressed and I mean, completely burned out by the time Christmas morning hits. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I remember my mom, I remember my mom. I mean, sh- I think she would stay up until like one or two in the morning on Christmas Eve, just wrapping presents. And I, we did Santa growing up. We don't do Santa with our kids, but my mom always used to say, Santa brought all the presents that weren't wrapped. Well, once I got to be an adult, I realized, and she told me, <laughs> oh, by two o'clock in the morning, I was done wrapping presents. So those were the whatever was left. That was what was from Santa. Right. Like and, and I remember Christmas morning, she was exhausted, mm. so tired. Now, don't get me wrong. She created a beautiful Christmas for us every year. And I just right. remember Christmas with such fond memories. But um, but I also think she had a little bit more capacity for that than I personally do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so planning and getting ahead allows me the ability to rest and enjoy everything along with my husband, along with my children, instead of just like, you don't want to get to Christmas and be grateful that Christmas is finally over because you can get back to your real life. Do you know what I mean? Right, right, right. You know, one other thing that I realize happens too, is when we plan ahead of time, we are wiser with our finances because we're not having to make in the moment decisions that are impulsive. And stressful, we're able to plan ahead of time and say, okay, you know, how much am I going to spend here? How much am I going to spend here? And so financially, it's absolutely wiser. And another thing with our children is we get to include them in the planning when we plan ahead of time. So mm-hmm. for instance, I have, I will sit down with my kids. And since I'm recording this with you now, I'll probably even do our fall one like this week and sit down and make a list with them. What things do you want to do this fall? Because going back to the pumpkin patch, for instance, If none of my children say a pumpkin patch is something they want to do this fall, why would I even spend a morning or an afternoon 
doing it at all just yeah. because it's for the picture that you think you need to get like whatever, buy a grocery store pumpkin and put your kids on the front porch and take a picture. Yeah. It doesn't have to be what everyone else does. And especially if it doesn't matter to them, because I think sometimes we've done, we've built these traditions or these rhythms or habits into the way we do things for the holidays. Maybe it's because of the way we were brought up or because culturally it's what people do or just because it's something to sign up for. So we just always sign up for it. But if it doesn't actually matter to our kids, then you can, I give you permission right now to not ever do the gingerbread house again. If your kids don't care about it or not don't go do to the those. pumpkin patch, right? <laughs> you don't have to do everything. You don't have right. to do it every year. And you certainly don't need to do it if your children don't care about it. Unless it's really important to your heart, then you can put it on the list because it matters to you because you matter too. Yes. In this holiday season. And I think that's the best thing about this planning is it's going back to what actually matters for you and your family as yes. you seek the Lord for how to lead your family well. So how do we actually make this happen, Casey? Let's go through a step-by-step -step and walk moms through a process of how to put this wonderful vision of Christmas and Thanksgiving and this holiday time into action. Sure. Okay. This is my favorite part. Okay. <clears throat> so really the most important thing we want to think is all of those things that we have going through our head, we want to get them down on paper mm -hmm. because chances are, if it's not on paper, we're either not going to make it happen or we haven't evaluated how important it is to us. So this is legitimately what I created our holiday planner for. And it is like you mentioned, it's totally free. It is just a resource for you to be able to get everything out of your head onto paper. And so I'm going to kind of go through it because it's already organized as the way that I think we should approach the season. So it starts with uh, like a very simple checklist of all of those things that you might not think about, but you actually like we'll remember later as, oh, I, I wish I had gotten that done. For example, writing down all of the fall events that are offered through your church, through your school, through your community, through your homeschool group, all of the things that are available, and then deciding which ones you actually want to participate in. All right. So we want to start there. Get your calendar out write down, not your, not your actual calendar. Okay. Let me correct that. <laughs> I'm not saying get out your planner and write everything out. We actually have included some calendars in the holiday planner for you. So you can go through and sketch out exactly what is offered through, you know, in your community. Mm -hmm. And oftentimes when you do that, when you write everything down, you are like, oh, there's not one single day that's free that's not going to work. Right. Yeah. So when you, when you do it all at once, it's much easier to evaluate and see, okay, this really is important. We want to make this happen. This one over here, it's not going to work. We don't even care about it. Let's just already make our decisions. And so when we do that, we can make those decisions ahead of time. And instead of stuff coming at us all season long, we just get to say, you know what? I already decided about that. And this is what we're doing after that. Um, 
we just have like some tips for you to get your home together, your decor, maybe some of the cleaning that needs to be done. Um, thinking about what movies you guys really like to watch for the holiday season, where you're going to have Thanksgiving and Christmas and things like that. And then our, our planner then will get you into like the nitty gritty of what you actually like, what you're actually going to serve for each meal, mm-hmm. what, uh, how to plan a party. If you want to plan it, you know, if you're, if you're hosting something at your house, understanding like, okay, what is the food going to be? What's the decor going to be? What's my budget going to be? Um, and kind of getting these things out of our head and onto paper where we can legitimately look at it and then decide, yeah, this is, this is great. Or, Hey, I need to adjust this a little bit. We also want to talk about, uh, Christmas shopping, right. Mm. Budgeting for that. And, um, we have a few different printable printables that help you. Um, we call them our gift planning guides. You can do it a few different ways and finding a way that works really well for you to not only, plan out what you might be purchasing someone, but keep track of it, right? How often have we bought somebody a present? And then we're like, you know, during Christmas, you can't remember where you put the present or what you bought for that person or why you bought this, you know, this book that's in your gift box or whatever. So being able to plan ahead, but then also kind of looking back, keep track of all of those things that you're also purchasing for people. And then simple stuff that you really just have to know, like who are you sending Christmas cards to? Who will you send thank you notes to? Who will your children send thank you notes to after Christmas? Just having, um, having one place for all of these things to be written down so that you can always go back and reference it. One of the great things too, about planning for the holidays is aside from the calendar, a lot of these things like planning our meals, planning our Thanksgiving meal, our Christmas meal, our Christmas Eve meal, um, any parties that we're going to host, that sort of thing. Like these things often become traditions that we can use year after year. And so going back to your holiday planner from the previous year, like next year is going to be super easy to plan, right? Because you've already done the work of kind of writing this all out, taking note of what your family traditions are and what matters to you and your family, getting those recipes down and collected into one certain place so that next year, man, your planning process is just a breeze because all Mm -hmm. you have to do is the, is the scheduling part of it and figure out what we do want to say yes to and what we want to say no to. So, um, I think the, the best like process for this is to really start, start kind of big, acknowledge the fact that the holiday season is full and there are a lot of opportunities on our plate and and taking stock of all of those and then being able to sort through them and just like you would declutter a closet say yes i'm keeping these these ones are a maybe and these ones are a definite no right uh-huh. i need to get rid of these things so um our holiday planner it does it does help you do that especially the scheduling part at the beginning and then 
Um, and then it, we just have all those printables you need to literally get everything else out of your head from gifting to, um, to like planning all the meals, like I talked about any party stuff, any traditions that are important to you. Um, and, and or realizing, like you said, which traditions aren't important to you. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Yeah. And so by the end of it, what you have by the end of you, your planning period, what you have is just more clarity for what you want out of your season and, and what you can see your family needs in this season. Because mm. like you said, you are pregnant. You are growing a tiny human right now. What you need this year for your holiday season is going to be different than it was last year. It's going to be different than it is next year. Mm -hmm. And so really being able to kind of set that time aside and take stock of, okay, where's my family at right now? Emotionally, spiritually, mentally, where am I at right now? Emotionally, spiritually, mentally, what do we need in order to Number one, keep Christ at the center yes. of the holidays. And number two, hold on to that joy that we know these holidays can bring, but we also know can so easily get sucked away when we don't protect our time and our rest and our energy, really. Mm. Well, and what a privilege it is that God chose us to be the moms to plan this for our families well. That I liked something you said at the beginning of all of that, which that was fantastic. You are so very clearly thought through all of this very, very well. Um, and you guys are going to love it when you see the guide because I love that Casey creates for moms because it's beautiful. And so when you sit down with it, with a cup of tea or a treat or something to have an evening to do some work and light a candle and get out some colored pens, that the paper is beautiful. It's not just like all boring, but well, everything is easier to use if it's pretty. It's true. Planning goes. <laughs> it's absolutely true. Um, but I like that you said at the beginning of it, you get to choose and then you went on because that is really the foundational thing with this is we have a privilege and a responsibility as the moms, as the wives, the creator of the atmosphere and space that God has put us over as the homemakers to choose what we want to have happen. But if we don't do it, then we're missing out on the gift that the season can bring. And we're also really not necessarily taking the responsibility that God's given us fully as seriously as maybe we would if it was something else. Like if I'm planning a musical, I'm going to sit and plan all of the details for the musical. And this is its own production, right? Is the holiday production as the moms, you're the producer. So um, I would challenge moms to set a time to say, this is when I'm going to sit down and do this. Put, okay, put that on your calendar, put yeah. that in your phone or, and do it now, do it soon. Um, that's a strange thing. It, it was a bit foreign to me. When I did my recording a long time ago, I'm going to point you back if you want one to go back and listen to that's an oldie, but a goodie from Christmas time. It was my episode 13 and it was about um, preparing our homes for Christmas. And I did it with um, a couple of wonderful women, one of which is my mom. And then another woman who I looked up to growing up as a godly mom influence in my life. Um, and when Lori mentioned that she started her planning in October, I was like, 
whoa, she said October. I am airing this in December. I'm failing my friends. <laughs> um, so if you want some more encouragement in this topic of preparing our homes for Christmas, you would enjoy that conversation with Lori and my mom. And um, uh, listen to it with a little bit of grace for me because it was, you know, my 13th episode to record. So you'll be like, wow, Chris is uh, improved in her podcasting over the last two years. <laughs> I would hope so. Uh, but anyhow, with all that being said, just an encouragement, you do get to choose mm-hmm. what you want to put in your season. I love that this planner guide that uh, Casey has for us that again, I'll link in the show notes. It's free. Just click on it, print it out. If you have a nicer paper, like a cardstock, print it out on that. That makes it even better. Um, but print it out and use that because it will help you as you move into this season. And Casey has just done a really great job. And um, if you especially are inspired by this, it's a great time to go visit her site because she just launched her planner for the next year. And I will give a quick promo for that for all of you that I love that Casey's planners are personalized. So basically she helps you discover through a process, just like she's helping guide us through this, she helps guide you to how you plan best. How do you think through things best? What's going to best serve you and your family? And then design and create a personalized planner, basically, that meets the needs of you and your family. Like she said before, in the season you're in now, because this season looks different than it did a decade ago in your life. And it will look different maybe even next year, what would serve you well. And so um, when you jump in to all that Casey has over at Anchored Women, you'll see um, just how she helps support you and who God made you to be at this time to serve your family well and to do it um, in an orderly way that brings peace into your home. So I know that you're going to really enjoy all of that. Casey, thank you again so much for being here. No, thank you for having me. I am I am always up to talk planning. It's just really fun. <laughs> well, we'll have to jump in again for something again in the new year because um, this is going to just be super helpful for moms. And I know that they're going to really appreciate your resources and um, yeah, enjoy getting to know you more too. So thank oh, you so much. No problem. Anytime. And friends, thank you again so much for being here. I hope this is an encouragement for you and that you're able to print out your guide, set a time on your calendar. And then when you're doing it, I'm going to ask you to do a couple of things. Take a picture of it. If you do like the Instagrammy world, which I know so many of you do, take a picture of it and tag Casey and myself in it to encourage other moms to be able to find it too. Because even if a mom doesn't get to this until November, it's not too late. It still would serve her well going into December. Um, And even getting through the end of November well, And so tag us in it, share it with your friends to be able to be a blessing to them. You have your own sphere of influence and what a gift it would be if every woman who got this was able to share with their, you know, five close people, Hey, I got this cool resource. You should print it out and use it too. Let me know what works well for you because you can encourage each other. It's that iron sharpening iron, right? Um, So your influence doesn't have to be hundreds of women worldwide. It can be the women right in your circle because that's really where we hear from anyway, right? It's our friends. Our friends are the ones who speak into us and say, hey, you need this. 
So then you get it and then it serves you well. So share it with your friends. They will be encouraged and served well too. And I look forward to seeing how this blesses you as you move through your holiday season. Have a blessed week, friends. I'll see you next week. Bye. Thank you for joining us today. Be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts so you don't miss any of our weekly conversations. And check out our show notes below where I have links to the resources mentioned on the podcast. I release a new podcast every Monday and additional content at seekholyliving.com, including a video of this conversation and a deeper dive into all things mom. Also, be sure to follow me on Instagram and Facebook at Seek Holy Living for more fun and conversation. If this was an encouragement to you, please share it with your friends.